Well, hello there, Three Things with JR fans. Welcome back. It's episode 102. Must be, uh, must be a busy summer for a lot of people out there because episode 101 had a ridiculously small number of listeners. And I don't know why. It was all about Kiki and I going to New York and seeing a bunch of shows. And I guess just maybe nobody cares about that. I don't know. But either way, I hope you're back here now listening to this episode because there's actually some really cool stuff in here, including a chance to win two free tickets to opening night of Kinky Boots at Shannon Arts. We are less than a week away. Uh, Opening night is this coming Friday. Uh, And if you want tickets to opening night or really any night, Uh, Keep listening for details on how to win those two tickets later in this show. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Three things about Kinky Boots coming up later, right after the commercial break. First, though, I would like to get into answering some questions. I posted, uh, rather than post a new episode last week, uh, instead... I just posted a question. Uh, Hey, what would you like me to talk about uh, on an upcoming episode of Three Things with JR? And that post literally had zero likes and zero comments on it uh, within 24 hours. So, bummer. Uh, I commented on it, hoping that that would raise it up in the old Facebook algorithm thing. And I finally got some people to see it and to let me know what they'd like me to discuss. So here goes. Uh, Two people, two people posted that they would like me to discuss something. And the first is Felicia Fisher. She is a a longtime listener. As far as I know, she listens to every episode. She's uh, she regularly hits me up. She uh, she works at Crutchfield and. Uh, I uh, am always welcoming Felicia's feedback because she listens to every episode and it's kind of awesome. So here's what she suggested I talk about on this episode. She said, discuss the gender bias against women in the consumer electronics field or whether you will be attending the Burt Kreischer show in October at John Paul Jones Arena here in Charlottesville or how you feel about some of the newer albums from bands we normally think about as classic rock, like the Scorpions or ACDC, etc. Cool. Three things. Uh, I like it. I like it, Felicia. You came up with three things for me to talk about, and I am going to talk about all three. We'll start with the last thing first. ACDC has a new album out. I didn't know that. I went to Spotify and found they do. It's relatively new. It's a couple years old now. Uh, Their last album, Power Up, came out in 2020. And so I did go back uh, and do some listening before I hit record tonight just to hear what Power Up from ACDC is all about. And I will say I've always loved ACDC. Uh, I can't remember ever not liking them, right? I mean, they've got some classic, classic songs that everybody knows the words to. Thunderstruck, Back in Black, Shook Me All Night Long, stuff like that. And I've been listening to them as long as I can remember. They've been around quite a while. And the fact that they're still making music makes me happy. I know that, uh, I know their lead singer, 
Brian Johnson had some hearing issues and there was a time where he, it, it looked like he was not going to ever be able to perform again. Something happened. I think he had some sort of surgery or something, an implant or something that made it possible for him to hear well enough to sing and well, sing to scream. How about that? Uh, to scream. And that's great. Uh, the fact that he's able to do that is fantastic. Uh, now, I went ahead and listened to, uh, on, on that album, On Power Up, the most listened to song on that album is uh, Shot in the Dark. And it's, uh, on Spotify, it's been listened to 64 million times in the last, uh, since it came out two years ago. So I went and re-listened to it, and I think I have heard this before. But uh, like m most of the songs on this new album, uh, I, I, I don't remember it. Uh, I figure if, if it's good enough, if ACDC's new album is good enough, it is going to just sort of naturally find its way into my life. I will hear it somewhere on a TV show. It'll pop up in my Discover Weekly on Spotify. Uh, enough people will recommend it, something like that. But really, that hasn't happened. And in listening to that song, their main song, this probably the single, Shot in the Dark, yeah, it's solid ACDC. It's got the guitars. It's got a killer guitar solo. I wish it was a little longer. Uh, it's got Brian Johnson screaming. Uh, but what it's about, I don't remember. It's not iconic enough. It's not unique or different enough to stand out from all of the other ACDC music. So it's it's awesome. I think it's great. Uh, it, it, it is perfect background music if you like ACDC. Uh, it sounds exactly the way you want it to. It's just not special enough. It's not back in black enough or dirty deeds enough. I want I want it to be a little bit more catchy. But uh, is it great? Yeah, it's ACDC in 2020. Hell yeah, I'm all for it. The Scorpions. Now, I was never a huge Scorpions fan. Had no idea if they had a new album out. Sure enough, they do. In fact, it's a 2022 release. It's called Rock Believer. And the title track, I went and listened to that. And it's pretty stock hair rock ballad type stuff. It's decent. The most listened to Scorpion song on Spotify, though, is not of any of these new songs. Uh, it's Winds of Change. Now, I, I, since I have never been a huge Scorpions fan, I, I, I'm not even really, I couldn't have told you what their biggest hit was. Uh, but uh, it does remind me, I did listen to an entire podcast about the Scorpions just about a year or so ago. Uh, and specifically about that song, Winds of Change. And the podcast was by a guy named Patrick Radden Keefe. He's a journalist. There's eight episodes plus some bonus content to go along with it. And the entire show is all about whether or not the song, Winds of Change, was written by the CIA to help end the Cold War. Yeah, seriously. Check it out. It is a fun show. And the uh, Patrick Radden Keefe does some serious investigative journalism, including talking to the lead singer of Scorpions about whether or not it's even possible that the CIA had anything to do 
with writing the song Winds of Change. It, 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 it's, it's a crazy story, and it's a really fun podcast. I highly suggest you check it out. Just search for Winds of Change on your podcast player, and it will come up. It's by Patrick Radden Keefe. So I highly recommend that. Um, the new album, it's fine. Uh, I had it on for the last half an hour or so while I was writing down ideas for this podcast, and uh, it never once made me want to change the channel. So that's a lot since I'm not a huge Scorpions fan to begin with. On to Felicia's next question. Will I be attending the Bert Kreischer show in October? Now, for those of you not in the comedy sphere, Bert Kreischer is a A-list comedian. He is huge. He sells out uh, arena-type places, large places, big, big venues. He travels on an airplane. He makes a lot of money. He's had a show on Netflix, many specials, and he is a pretty great comedian. I am a fan. Uh, I first watched one of his specials while uh, on, a, I watched it on an iPad while I was working out. I was in the middle of ACAC, that's a gym here in Charlottesville. I had his special on my iPad with some headphones on and I was like on a treadmill or an elliptical or something. I had to stop watching the, uh, the special because I couldn't breathe because I was laughing so hard. It was absolutely hilarious. I had never really seen him before that. I had heard of him. That's why I was watching the special. And I've been a fan ever since this. He, again, for the, for anybody that doesn't know, he's kind of a, he's a bigger dude, got a little bit of a beer belly. He talks a lot about how much beer he drinks. So he's earned his beer belly. Uh, and he puts it on full display when he gets on stage. The first thing he does is he takes his shirt off and he does his entire comedy show with no shirt on for no apparent reason other than it's kind of funny to do that. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bert Kreischer, uh, coming to JPJ in October. I didn't know that. Will I be going? Probably not, uh, but mainly just because I'm not a big enough of a fan to like pay my money to go see him. I like him, but I will consume his comedy on my iPad while working out or not. Uh, that's just not because I'm against him or I, and I, I like him, but it's just not good enough for me. It's got to be something great to get me to go to the show. Now, if somebody gives me tickets, I'm there. If somebody wants to go and uh, and talks me into it, that could happen. But am I going to seek it out? Probably not. I've just got a lot of things to do. And so it's just not high priority enough. Now, another thing about Burt Kreischer, most people probably don't know, unless you happen to be a huge Burt Kreischer fan or a disc golf fan. But Burt Kreischer is actually really into disc golf, one of my other passions He's posted a lot about it on his social media, uh, him and his friends doing fun disc golf stuff. He's got a bag of discs. He's been out to throw with some uh, professional disc golfers, which is great. Having somebody that's not associated with disc golf getting into it and posting about it, it's good for the sport. Frankly, it's good for Bert. I mean, he needs a wholesome activity that gets him a little exercise anyway. So Good for Bert with the with the disc golf. Keep it up and keep the jokes coming. His whole routine about being called the machine on a college trip to Russia is hilarious. Kind of reminds me about the Scorpions and that on that podcast. So check it out, Bert Kreischer. He's great. And lastly, Felicia's question uh, was the uh, 
for me to discuss the gender bias against women in consumer electronics, which makes sense. Felicia is a female in the consumer electronics industry. So this is a big deal. She experiences this gender bias probably on a daily basis in her job at Crutchfield. She is an advisor. She has been trained for 13 weeks or so on everything you need to know to sell all of the consumer electronics products that Crutchfield sells. And she, uh, she probably has to deal with a plethora of customers, some that have no gender bias, but some that do. And it's unfortunate, but this is, a, this is a thing that females have to deal with. And mostly, the gender bias against women in consumer electronics comes from that small segment of the public that is somewhat ignorant and or just totally sexist. Uh, I don't personally see it from within the industry. Now, it's probably there within the industry, but in my position, I, I don't see it much. Maybe if I worked like in a small retail environment or at a more typical company than Crutchfield, I'm sure I would see more examples of men knowingly, maybe ignorantly discriminating against women. But in the Crutchfield universe, where I spend the bulk of my time and have for the last 26 years, I only see it really from our less enlightened customers, which I put into two buckets. And I've talked to many women that take calls at Crutchfield about this, and I think most of them will agree with the two buckets uh, theory that I have. There's two buckets of customers that are maybe a little tougher to deal with for the females in consumer electronics. One bucket of people, uh, these are guys, uh, pretty much 100% of them are guys who call wanting help with their purchase. Uh, maybe they're looking for a car stereo or an amplifier or a subwoofer or a home theater system or a new TV or a camera. And when a female answers the phone, their initial thought because of their upbringing, because of the females they've known, because of their maybe unenlightened family, could be, it doesn't occur to them that a female would know everything they need them to know. They just don't realize that that's a thing. So they just naturally assume that they're not talking to an expert and they maybe ask, hey, can I talk to an expert? Maybe they assume that the person that answered because the voice is female is a secretary or an administrative assistant that, we, that maybe can get them over to somebody who knows what they're talking about. This happens. I've heard this on phone calls, and uh, it's actually fairly common. The good news about this bucket of people is that it's simply ignorance. It's not outright blatant sexism or gender bias. Uh, it's just ignorance. They just don't realize that a woman could actually know all the same stuff that a man could know. And as soon as they realize that that is a possibility, they're cool with it. They're like, oh, sweet. You know, you, you know your stuff. You can help me. And it's just a matter of them having some sort of epiphany. And I have heard female advisors at Crutchfield help guys through it and over that ignorance. And, to to, and by the end of the call, those guys are putty in those women's hands uh, because 
They like it. They lo- All they wanted was somebody that could help them. Then they ended up with somebody that could help them. And it just was a surprise to those people that it could have been a woman. And how cool is that? So that bucket of people, all right. We can talk them through it and good to go. When I say we, the females can talk them through it. The other bucket of people is a much tougher challenge. It's a much steeper hill to climb because the other bucket of people that are unpleasant for female advisors to have to deal with, they're totally sexist. Like they really, really don't think a woman could help them. They're assholes and they put it on full display. And there are some female advisors at Crutchfield who have and are good at talking those people through it. Uh, But sometimes there just isn't talking them through it. They refuse to be helped by a female or or to, to even entertain the idea that a female could be knowledgeable at an expert level to help them. And uh, either that or they're just, you know, perverts. There's also that, you know, I put those people in this same bucket Uh, And it's not just simple ignorance that can be overcome. It's active sexism. And it's a little tougher to deal with. And uh, it sucks uh, for our female advisors to have to deal with that. At Crutchfield, we do a lot to support those female advisors. uh, And uh, in having to deal with that, they have a lot of tools at their disposal. I'm not going to go into detail on every way that we you know, give those females the power to deal with those as appropriately as possible. But I suffice it to say, the last thing we want is any of our sales advisors or any employees at Crutchfield to be made super uncomfortable or to be made to feel horrible at work. And we give them the power to get out of those situations uh, and to support them uh, even during and after the fact. So uh, it sucks that it happens, but that's how I typically see the gender bias uh, rearing its ugly head in consumer electronics. Uh, is it happening uh, on the corporate side, in the, the manufacturers and the retailers? It's probably there, but not so obvious to me, uh, just maybe because I'm a white male and it's just not so obvious to me, that's all. Um, but I'm sure it's there. So so good question, uh, Felicia. Thank you for posting something there for me to talk about. Um, we have we have an, we actually have another person who has uh, asked me to talk about something, and this one's not going to take long. It's a quick one. Carrie Finnegan, uh, who is a longtime listener to the show, I know him from disc golf. He, we are friends. I play uh, disc golf on a regular basis with him and his kids, and he started listening to the show a year or so ago. And I think he did the did that thing where he listens at the beginning uh, from like episode one, and is uh, I don't know if he's caught up yet, but. If he is, he'll be listening to this right away. Uh, and Carrie, for, you know, on my on my Facebook post that didn't perform all that well, that didn't generate a lot of comments. His uh, when I commented and said, "Hey, what's up with this?" Nobody liked or commented on this at all. Carrie said, "You could discuss how we've been trained now by social media that if a post doesn't have a picture, we skim by it without fully reading it." So. We think it's a post announcing a new episode instead of a post asking a question, or maybe that's just me. Clearly, not just you, Carrie. Nobody liked or responded to this post until I commented on it to raise its ranking in the algorithm. So, lesson learned. Maybe next time I'll do one of those posts with like a, you know, the the bigger font and the funky, shiny colors, or maybe an actual picture or something like that uh, to, uh, to, you know, 
to provide a little bit of eye candy, something to get your attention so that you realize there's something here and maybe you should read it and maybe there's a call to action that might actually be kind of cool. So so there you go. So yeah, uh, point taken, Carrie. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and I will give you my three things about Kinky Boots, the new show premiering at Shannon Arts it's the first time this show's been done anywhere outside of Broadway, certainly uh, anywhere in this region, in Central Virginia. Uh, Shannon Arts jumped on it, and I am so happy because I was in love with this show for years, and I am super excited to be a part of it. And I want to tell you three things about Kinky Boots right after this quick commercial break. Nothing I can say All right, let's get kinky. Thing one about kinky boots. We've been working on this show since May, four days a week. Just like the other two shows I've done, uh, I've made many new friends, and I constantly feel like I'm surrounded by incredible talent. Like, I'm probably one of the least talented people in this cast. There are people who can sing their asses off, who can dance like crazy, uh, who can quick change uh, 20 times, uh, maybe not 20, but a lot of times, who can dance and sing in high heels. And I'm surrounded by a ton of these people, and there's a lot of people involved. In fact, that's the main thing here on this thing one is just how many people it takes to put on a production like this. And this is at the community theater level, right? Where everybody involved here at Shannon Arts is volunteering their time because they love this show so much. And every single person has a job to do, a different job. And we've all put in the work to make this show as awesome as I had hoped it would be. I've been excited to do this show ever since I saw the audition po post pop up on Facebook. And now there's literally just a few days to go till opening night. And I can honestly say I'm more excited now than ever. We are fully into tech rehearsals, which means the mics are on, the costumes are on, the set is pretty much complete. The prop table is full of all the props and spoiler alert, I finally have my kinky boots and I know how to walk in them. So ugh, I just am so excited about this uh, and it's all coming together. It really, really is to see the full, the full look and feel and sound of this show. It makes me so happy uh, because this show is so good and because every single person involved is really putting their heart and soul into making it awesome just like I am, uh, because we want this show to, 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 to change hearts, to entertain, to make you laugh, to make you cry. It's like it's all in there. It really is. One of my new friends uh, is from the show. He's, uh, his name is Vince, 
He's also a new listener to this podcast. Uh, welcome, Vince. And Vince, just like Kerry, he's doing it right. He started from the beginning just a couple days ago when I told him I have a podcast. And he went and started episode one. And the next time I saw him at our next rehearsal, he came back and said, all right, I've, I've listened to four episodes and I'm gonna, it's great so far. I'm going to keep going. So it may actually be a while before he hears this shout out, but that's okay. He's also going to get to experience the whole evolution of Three Things with JR. Uh, this, this show started, it's almost three years now. It started with the pandemic and uh, as an outlet since I couldn't go out and do stand-up comedy. And now it's just a thing I do every week where I tell you what's on my mind. And some of you listen and some of you tell your friends and more of you should do that. Vince is a, is a, a new follower of Three Things with JR. Welcome, Vince. Whew. Thing number two, about kinky boots. The audience is already showing up. Shannon Arts has sold over 800 pre-sale tickets total for all six performances. That's as of today, Sunday, August 7th. That's, uh, that's the number they threw out at us today. And apparently, that's way more than normal for Shannon Arts shows. Uh, which is really, really exciting that there's people that want to see this show. And makes me excited because we are going to perform before packed houses every night. So if you're thinking about going, get your tickets. Go to shannonarts.org. Pick your seats. Pick the performance you want to go to. And uh, strap in and get ready for a fun ride. Now, if you would like two free tickets, I have two tickets to give away. Specifically for Three Things with JR listeners. Here's how you can win two free tickets to any of the six performances. Send me an email. The email address to use is three things with JR at gmail.com. That's three spelled out T H R E E, three things with JR at gmail.com. All you need to put in the email is the word kinky in the subject line. And in the body of the email, tell me which particular performance you would like to attend. You have six to choose from. Opening night is this Friday night, August 12th. We have a, Thursday, a Saturday show, the 13th, and a Sunday matinee, the 14th. We'll do the same thing the following weekend. 19th is Friday, uh, Saturday night, the 20th, and a matinee on Sunday, the 21st. I will pick one winner randomly from all of the submissions. That winner will get two tickets. The email has to be in my inbox by Wednesday, August 10th at 4 p.m. That's not very long from now, so you need to act quickly if you want a chance to win these two tickets. It's also why this show came out uh, Monday morning instead of Tuesday morning, to give you a few uh, extra days to, uh, to get your submission in. So uh, August 10th, Wednesday, this Wednesday at 4 p.m., the, uh, the, uh, the, the opportunity closes. I will randomly pick a winner, and I will be in contact with you uh, about picking the show you want to go to. I'll let you know uh, how to get your tickets. So, uh, so go ahead. Send the email right now. I'll wait. No, I won't. I mean, this is a podcast. You can do it while you're listening. Plus, I'm off doing something else now anyway. So uh, do it as soon as you get to wherever you're driving to right now. That's the best way. Thing number three, you change the world when you change your mind. This is actually one of my lines in the show, and it really resonates with me. My character, Don, goes through a 
a bit of a transformation in this show. And I think he represents the everyman, a lot of regular people that especially may not be super open-minded. So if you know somebody that may not be super progressive in their thoughts and their actions, assure them they will be represented in this show. And they maybe you don't tell them this part, may might even experience the same epiphany that Don does in the show. See, Don, my character, is a bit of a bully. He's kind of an asshole. And I am not. And so I've had to go find my inner jerk to play this guy. And it's not been easy to do because I hate not being nice. Uh, and I have to be not nice a little bit in this show. And just the idea that my character Don's mind could be changed, spoiler alert, makes this role extremely rewarding for me to play. And I hope for the audience as well. Uh, I, hope, I hope there's people in the audience that see themselves in Don at the beginning of the show and at the end of the show. That would be amazing uh, because this show will, uh, it will help you understand uh, things that you might not have understood before. All through the power of shoes. The most beautiful thing in the world. There you go. Three things about Kinky Boots. Thank you so much for listening to my show. Uh, I am probably not going to be posting in the next couple weeks just because uh, we are into tech rehearsals and shows and things are busy these days. So I'll probably be back in a few weeks when this is, all. you know, I've got, I've actually got some vacations coming up. It could be a little while. I'll see if I can work an episode in here and there. But for the most part, this might be it for uh, a month or two. That's all. I, I don't know. Uh, I can't, no promises. Maybe there'll be a surprise bonus episode or something. Thank you for listening. So please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. If your podcast player lets you rate podcasts, how about a rating, like a really good one, like five or 10 stars or whatever it'll let you do. Thumbs up, follow it, subscribe, share it out with others so that they can uh, listen to the just listen to me talk about whatever's on my mind. Anyway, that's the idea. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 102. We'll see you in 103 whenever that happens. Over and out. Check you later. See you at Kinky Boots. Everybody say, people who-